listening to Plan B Podcast. The opinions expressed and shared on this podcast are of our own. Welcome to Plan B.SG. Quite a lot of areas that the, that the Russians have taken. Yeah, we're going to go down. Mm. Like, those are not leaders. Mm. Those are shit starters. Yeah. France this time. We have a three-way relationship. <laughs> okay, let's let's stop this right here. You mentioned you are a property developer, mm-hmm. which is uh, interesting because I know you as an. Correct me if I'm wrong. You you an architect. Mm. That's not. I, I know. Am I right or wrong? Am I wrong? Uh yes, you're, abso- <laughs> you're absolutely right. Okay, okay. Right. So what I want to ask is, you are you also heavily invested in your role as a uh, president of Part PM? Why do you do this? Mm. What is the reward? Wow! Like, uh, is it something like uh, you know, like a calling? Huh? Yeah, is it like a calling, or is it like uh, you feel good volunteering for this? You feel you know complete doing this? What mm. is it? In, a- what is it a- for you? Actually. I started off volunteering not through Bahas. Mm. Oh. I mean, I joined PAPKM through Bahas as a program. Right. Okay. But my first touch point in volunteering is actually through the Ramadan on Wheels program. Oh. Ah. Yeah. Mm. Which is an annual program where we give disbursement of food rations and provide workshop mm. for mm. our beneficiaries, the elderly and uh, you know, the from the lower income, mm. yes, income yes. group. And that touch point really opened up my eyes mm. because mm. Uh, I come from a privileged background. When I say privileged, not not rich, uh, okay. but uh, cukup lah, mm. enough. Mm. You yes, know? Yes. Uh, we have food on the table. I'm able to go to tuition. Mm. You know, these are all the privileges that we often overlooked. Okay. Mm. And then when suddenly I'm exposed to this, it's like, wow, this is actually reality mm. what I'm experiencing is reality also mm. but it's reality only to the privileged few I and I think as a privileged person who are ab- who's able to go to university and mm. that I was still an undergraduate back then mm. uh, I've never seen rental flats and oh. how it looks like oh, mm. okay. and to have to just give vouchers mm. to the beneficiaries you just give $20 vouchers and the person come to you almost kissing your feet, mm. I thought, something, I must do something. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You cannot, all these group of people that fall through the crack cannot be left behind. Mm. Yeah. Ah. So it becomes, I want to say it's a calling, mm-hmm. but I thought that we have to give back. If you are given that opportunity, mm-hmm. I think it's only right that you also contribute back. That's how I, I and then eventually it becomes a responsibility. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, I call it amana. Mm. All right. Yeah. Mm. What's, what's Amana in English? Uh, trust. 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 Yes. That's trust. why you're a judge. <laughs> <laughs> trust. Not not in the regular yeah. sense, lah, but in like a, it's it's a duty that's entrusted on yes. you. That kind yes. of trust. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. But it's not anybody who puts it upon you, upon mm. me. Yeah. I just put it upon myself that, you know, there's these people that needs help. You just do it without mm. being asked. Mm. You, you, you know, you mentioned the linguistics part of this, right? Yeah. And, mm. and I want to ask you something, you know, uh, from participating in the competition itself as a judge, I know that the, the competition has progressed. Last time it was a straight up debate. Mm. Now mm. they have the, the speed fire speed route. Oh. And I also understand that the, the uh, Part PM as an organization wants to push 
the the mandate of debate further by participating in uh, regional debates so to represent Singapore right oh. mm. so what is the relevance of our version of language of the Malay language especially if you're going to go for debates in Malaysia especially if you're going to go for debates in say Indonesia how is our construct of Malay and Baku relevant and and will continue to be relevant interesting question mm. uh, i think in general, in Singapore, mm. because second language, um, the Malay has been, has been relegated to the second language mm. instead of the first language. Mm. The appreciation, in fact, the irony is, is it becomes even more appreciated mm-hmm. in my oh. opinion. Okay. You don't use it, but it becomes very precious. Mm. You just don't want to lose it. Mm. Right, right, uh, right. And how we don't want to lose it is to have these connections. Mm-hmm. Because we are living in Nusantara, mm-hmm. right? The Malay archipelago, where yes. your neighbours all speak Malay language mm. as the first language. Whether it's in Malaysia, in Brunei, uh, in Indonesia. Indonesia mm. Okay? Yes, yes. Call it Bahasa. Uh, but it's somewhat the same. And that appreciation, that nuances, is very different. If you speak Malay, mm. there is all the pre-Bahasa, all the bunga-bunga, language, all the flowery language mm-hmm. that you cannot find so much in English, mm. the everyday English, I'm what I mean. Mm. So, uh, students and the youths, I think, are being aware mm. of that all that flowery language is something that uh, appeals to them. Mm. But of course, at this moment, superficially, mm. yeah. So it takes a bit more. So awareness is one. Mm. After you get awareness, you experience it, go through it. Mm. Yeah, that's why we send all our students to Malaysia and all that. Mm. Granted. You know, when you go and debate with the Malaysian team, confirm get... No, we won't get last. <laughs> la. <laughs> Maybe bottom, bottom five, bottom ten. Oh, la, you know? oh, they're good. Oh, they're yeah, really good. They are yeah. really good. I mean, mm-hmm. it's their first language. It's their yeah. language. Yeah. yeah. And, but what you can find uh, uh, comfort in is the way we say things mm-hmm. is always backed by evidence and and knowledge. Ah. You know, we don't just say things. The you know, quality of research. Yeah, the quality. No, this is no 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 offense or no criticism mm. of our friends in Malaysia <laughs> and Indonesia and, mm. and all that. But they are very spon- spontaneous mm. when they speak, very spontane, you mm. know? Ah. And whatever that comes to my mind, they just come out of their mouth. Mm. You know? <laughs> but so, whereas mm. for our students, they don't dare to do that. They will research, they will write and all that. Very then, on brand, actually, with yeah. Singapore. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, true. And, they, and if it is not backed by any, somebody who quoted this and all that, they don't dare to speak. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other challenge will be, they think in English and they translate in Malay. Mm. So that is the thing that we are trying to, uh, what do you call that, train the students to think in Malay and just immediately speak in, in Malay. Mm. You know mm. what I have to say to this? Welcome to the reality of the Chinese community. <laughs> no, be, because like over the years, I mean, of course, Malay language in Singapore has a special position. Right? Mm. Like it's the national language. And I mean, like you pointed out, we are in the Nusantara. Mm. We are surrounded by, by Malay-speaking uh, countries and, and regions. But mm. the Chinese community in Singapore used to, I mean, obviously speak Chinese as the, as the primary language. But over the years, because English is the, the primary uh, language of communication and everything, it's kind of been like pushed to the side. Mm. To the point where you can see just so many young Chinese people who would actually just say like, yeah, I, I cannot speak Chinese. Mm. And like personally, I've been noticing, I don't know if like the Malay community is kind of hated the same way. Mm-hmm. Where you have young people who 
don't think in Malay. They they speak even at home fully in English. It's my pet peeve actually when I talk to like youths, uh, mm. and then then be like, I, I I cannot speak Malay. Ayo. Why? What are you? What are you? You're Malay, right? Yeah, you must take some pride. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I, I agree. Learn with language, you. Uh. Hmm. You know, mm. interesting, interesting. I don't come in out and about be happy with that. Like, I don't speak Malay. Don't wear it like a badge. <laughs> yeah, I don't wear it like a badge. Mm. So, okay, don't speak Malay. But it's interesting because I was in Malaysia recently, <laughs> really? and when I told them I'm, I come, I'm a president of the Persatuan Persuratan Pemuda Pemudi mm. Melayu. Okay, mm. they were like, "Whoa, what is that? <laughs> that sounds more Malaysia than." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're surprised that there is such an organization mm. who champions for the Malay language mm. and for youth development. Mm. And that's what we are. Yes, yes. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't dare to say that, you know, we are the only one. Mm. Uh, but Bahas Papiam is a, is a testament yes. uh, that has been around for, for so long. Fantastic. Okay, so, I mean, you've done a fantastic role in Bahas and you are, you are clearly a community leader and we are proud of you and thankful for your contributions. But we also want to inspire the youth in a different way, right? And uh, I think your your success on a professional front is something that's amazing as well. Mm. I know you to be an architect and I know that uh, architecture is not an easy mm. course to, to, to deal with. I think it's a what, seven-year program? It's a direct master's, something yep. like that. Mm. And oh, it's a direct master's. Huh? Direct master's, oh. yeah. For you to, be, to become a qualified architect, mm. you must have the master's. And uh, you are also in the... He is working for the second largest owner of property in Singapore after okay. the government. That's great. Whoa. <laughs> right? That's great. That's a that's an internal slogan that they have. And so, what is that? It's a company. Can la. you name it? Uh, they went up to him. La. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh. Thank you, Roman. You've uh. done your research. <laughs> <laughs> so who do you work for? I work for the largest private property developer in Singapore, Far East Organization. Wow. Mm. So... Uh, well, I am architecturally trained. So before this, I was working uh, 10 years, mm -hmm. almost 10 years, uh, practicing architecture, doing mm -hmm. projects, doing master planning and all that. Mm -hmm. So I thought, maybe we, I need a change. Mm -hmm. You know? Uh, I thought I was still useful la, mm -hmm. back then. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and you know, green the grass is always greener on the other side. Mm -hmm. So I tried. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, in a way it is. Right, because you see different perspectives. Right, so it's really different kind of job. So right now, uh, what I do, I I kind of like an in-house uh, architect inside that that we will evaluate some of the design. Mm. Okay. Uh, see whether some of the things are feasible. We do mm. feasibility studies. Yeah. Uh, then we bid for projects. Uh, when we get the projects, of course, we get the real. I mean, not the qualified person, the qualified mm. architect to be in uh, the team. Mm. Uh, but I'll be the project manager, managing some of the projects. So not just in Singapore, Malaysia, but also in UK. Wow, so that's my UK. portfolio. So yeah. do you get to go there to the UK? Uh, not yet, mm. <laughs> but hopefully it's in the pipeline. Uh -huh. Yeah, because we have uh, our team of consultants mm -hmm. in 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 London. So we I have see. a property in central London. Interesting. Right. Yeah. I mean, does architecture? I mean, I obviously don't know much about architecture, but uh, does the 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 factors that you think of does it change according to like the geographic location of of you know, your projects? Uh, if you're talking about code and authority requirements, yes. Uh -huh, yeah, of different course. geographical, different countries, we have their own set of uh, local codes uh, and compliances. Yes, yes. Uh, but in terms of architectural language, I think there's a common thread. Mm. Okay. 
uh, number one definitely has to be fit for purpose mm, of things like that you know it has to be structurally sound mm. it must be aesthetically pleasing mm. uh, but what is aesthetic will be different in different contexts also right yes, different yes. environment different mm. cultures so these are some of the nuances that you also have to be very sensitive and mindful mm. about especially if you're bringing a foreign designer into Singapore mm. or bringing Singapore outside internationalizing you've got to be very sensitive to the existing culture mm. which one is easier which one is easier yeah. <laughs> bring a foreign designer to design something in Singapore or you know around, eh? a local person here to design something <laughs> outside our Singapore. architects yeah. uh, can or not what's the Singaporean brand uh? do they like look ah, forward yeah, to like, yeah, hey, what's the Singapore, Singapore design yeah. or is it more yeah. like hey let's get someone from UK to design this yeah. so, it, so it depends mm. uh, you can still see that you know sometimes Singapore goes to to a more advanced country mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so in my previous company DP Architects uh-huh. is okay. one of the largest architectural firm in Singapore uh-huh. we have offices all over the world in China in India Malaysia mm. uh, also in UK Uh, but obviously, the practice is quite different. So when we are practicing in, say, uh, Vietnam mm-hmm. or in Cambodia, mm. they look at us uh. as a foreign architect okay. who is this, you know, and it is a branding for Singapore. Mm. Yes. In fact, we do have an office in Vietnam, but they do not want to use the 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 architectural office that we have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, okay. because they are already local. Uh. They want to have that branding that you know you. You are able to afford uh, a foreign architect, right. but Singaporeans are quite different. You know, when we get a foreign architect, uh, it doesn't mean that you know you are more superior mm-hmm. in terms of the design, in terms of the approach, and all that. Mm. But it's really to bring a different kind of landscape to Singapore. Mm. Um, while you export, you know, the designers whether it's from Japan mm. or from US, UK, uh, it's the knowledge transfer that you want. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's similar to what we do at PAPM also. Mm. In fact, yeah, we do invite you know some speakers from Malaysia and all that. Mm. Yeah. But it is that knowledge that we want. It's mm. not the ideology, mm. but how they 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 can bring that expert knowledge, that domain, and what we can learn. Mm. But not everything can be applied here. So right. you got to to uh, apply some sort of rash, rational thinking also lah. You got mm. to decipher. You got to filter. You got to you know. Ambil yang jernih, buang yang keruh. That's what Malay say. <laughs> mm. yeah. Ah, okay. How do you translate? Yeah, how do you translate? Uh, take, the, take the clear water and uh, yeah, throw away the murky the ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, I mean, take the good and leave the bad. Yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Uh, but but because usually when I hear, like nowadays, like, when I think of uh, architecture, right? Mm. And because you were talking about quotes in particular just now, mm. like the first yeah. thing that comes to mind is the Turkey... Uh, Earthquake. Oh shit, yeah. Because, you know, when when you have architects or engineers or whatever that don't uh, follow quotes strictly or who mm. are quite slipshod in, in the way that they do things, then you end up with that kind of situation yeah. where you have like millions of people just gone uprooted overnight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know that Singapore is, is I, w- I would say, known for being extremely safe in these kinds of things. Although I do recall that a few years back, we had this major catastrophe, right? The Nikko Highway Ooh, yes, uh, yes. collapse. Yeah. Mm. What was that about actually? Do you, I, 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 I can't believe really it. That was years ago. Like, yeah, I was yeah. young when, when that happened. Mm. I, I have like bare memories. I would imagine that like younger people wouldn't even know that such a thing happened mm. at all. That mm. was, uh, I think a byproduct of an earthquake actually. <laughs> huh? Uh, yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they were, they were, they were, They were, yeah, there were tremors, and then mm. they were there was construction going on. Yeah, oh. and then the basically the soil shifted under the under the road itself. Ooh. But a more interesting um, 
what do you call this uh, a, rele- a more relevant example i think mm. you know i don't know whether you realize but usually when we drive back from from the studio right yes. we go all the way back to the east there's yes. a new there's a new flyover that connects the tpe to the pie okay tpe to pie which one ah? the one right above changi north i don't know but yeah, it's after your house okay right? oh, oh yes 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 <laughs> connects yes, yes, yes. to the PIE and yeah. it, it alleviates the jam yeah. uh, a lot in the morning mm. right now that particular bridge mm. took I think a better part of 8 or 9 years to build when it could have oh. been done in 6 because about 6 years ago uh-huh. the whole thing collapsed because of the engineering calculation and probably oh, something to do with architects well uh, mm. I know a lot of people <laughs> were sued and oh. it was delayed a very long time interesting I didn't know this yeah oh, so, okay. so the, uh, people died Con- ah. Yeah, co- construction workers died because oh. the whole bridge was already erected and then it just fell off. I see. Oh yeah, I was, was in the news. It was in the news. It was in the news. I was asleep. You were I was living near there. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, unfortunately, yeah. like you said, right? Like mm. the people who died were foreign workers, so yeah. it's not going to yeah. register very much in people's minds. Don't say that. Don't say that, lah. Mm. I mean, call it call a spade. A spade. I mean, some of this, obviously, disclaimer again, yeah. lah. We are architects. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we have structural. <laughs> <laughs> we have some knowledge of structural engineering. We have some knowledge of civil engineering. We have mm. some knowledge of M and E, mechanical, mm. electrical, and all that. Mm. But the role of the architect is really somewhat like a leader. Mm. Yeah, you bring in ah, all the pool okay. of all your consultants, the cost consultants, yeah. uh, the specialist consultant, the acoustic consultant, the fire engineering, and all that. Right. And you become like a team leader, mm-hmm. and that's what it, it is all about. Yeah, but. You're right. You're right. Uh, but you know, in the Turkey quake, mm-hmm. no matter what, how good your engineering is, uh, because it is such a massive earthquake, it is not mm. just lateral. It is like that. Yeah. Ah. It's vertical up and down. Mm. No matter oh. how strong your foundation is, yeah. buildings are meant to collapse in that kind of situation. Right, 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 yeah. right, 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 right. So no matter how... Uh, so the, another point is like what Raman is saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the lesson learned is some of this expert knowledge mm. cannot be outsourced. Uh-huh. Uh, so you must build your own capability and competency first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the last thing you want is to outsource some of this expert knowledge. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, that's the last thing we want. So even if we invite overseas uh, consultants yeah. and all that, the local consultant is in fact, more important because they are the ones that will sign their lives away. Mm. Yes. Okay? <laughs> to make sure things are safe, yeah. the building doesn't collapse, it still stands. Mm. The foreign consultants will be the one that, you know, collect the money, but they are the one eventually <laughs> actually uh, collects most money and go off, right? Yeah. With no liability because they just the some angst? Yeah. But there's a lot of things that I learned. In fact, my first project when mm. I was when I was a when I was practicing architecture or that it was built, mm. we partnered with the Pritzker Prize winner, which is the Oscars of the architecture. Oh wow! Okay, uh, from Japan, mm-hmm. uh, Professor Fumiko Maki, mm-hmm. and I learned so much from him in terms of architecture mm-hmm. from the Japanese, mm-hmm. looking into the smallest detail, things that you wouldn't even appreciate. Mm. Really, in fact, for example, for example. Yeah. You know, your tile lines must be all aligned. If it's 600 by 600 mm. or 300 by 300, floor, wall, ceiling must all be aligned and it must touch your wall, your window, your door, all mm. must be that dimension. Precision. 
if I ask my mother whether you appreciate that the tiles made <laughs> <laughs> she will say I will just put carpet over yeah, it yeah, and nobody yeah, will yeah. see you know yeah. 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 wow, wow yeah, but it's the precision uh, mm. or the appreciation mm. of the craftsmanship mm. I, see, I, I see. think this is something that a lot of local architects or local mm. designers still grapple with mm. yeah Nasa, I'd like to pull back the conversation back to your role as the president of Bad PM, like uh, as we come to a close mm-hmm. for this interview. Uh, what are other plans of Bad PM in the future? Mm-hmm. Like, is the structure of Bahas going to change anytime soon? Is it going to be just consistent? Like oh. 10 years down the road, mm-hmm. are we looking forward to something like a new competition of sorts? TikTok debates. Yeah. yeah. Man, wow. that's, that'll be interesting, be cool, man. I don't man. know. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in the suggestion box. Yeah. 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 Uh, good question. Thank mm. you very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, you sound like a politician. Eh? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pak PM is known, very known for Bahas mm-hmm. in the Malay community. Yes. Mm-hmm. But in fact, we have been around for the past 75 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and Bahas is just one part of the component of, of our services. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I call ourselves, we are in the impact industry. Mm-hmm. So, in the impact industry, we are looking at other things, youth development. Okay. So in fact, we have 10 other programs. Mm. So Bahas is just one. 30% of our programs are youth mentoring. Okay. Wow. In the ITE space. Mm. Wow. So uh, we are looking at making sure that every student are given equal opportunities mm. to make sure that if they fall through the crack, there's still some uh, safety nets. Mm. Right. So a lot of things, say for example, our friends program targets the bottom 20% mm. of the IT students mm. to make sure that they don't drop out of school. Okay. So we are ah. looking at six classes, around 200 students oh. in ITE because this has been identified by the school yeah. that if you don't take care of them, mm-hmm. uh, they will drop out of school. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, And then they will have no cert and all that. So that's where we come in. Uh, Bahas is one. Then we have the Ramadan on Wheels which is part mm. of our uh, community service. Mm-hmm. That's where we will, and more and more in the past years, if you see, this year, we helped 400 families mm-hmm. wow. for Ramadan on Wheels. So each family will depend. Like, if you know, uh, they may have two or three. Mm-hmm. But 60% out of these 400 families mm-hmm. are young families with school-going children. Mm-hmm. Oh. And this is a new phenomenon, in fact. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Because for the past 20 years that we've been doing Ramadan on wheels, almost 80% are the elderly and the low-income families mm-hmm. or those not working, right. you know, the disabled and all that. But now you see 60% are uh, uh, young families with school-going children and not mm-hmm. talking about just one or two. Some of those are living in rental flats. They have five, six children. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. quite worrying. Yeah. So the recent launch that we did last mm-hmm. week, uh, Dr. Faisal was the guest of honor. Mm-hmm. I think he was quite surprised mm-hmm. when we have like over... 700 uh, attending our family day. Those wow. are just our beneficiaries. I see. Oh. So, so moving forward, I think uh, there's a lot of things that PAPM can do or mm-hmm. PAPM should do. Mm. Uh, and it takes just not one NASA. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> Definitely. as a leader, I don't see myself as only one person doing it. It must be a collective effort. Mm-hmm. In PAPM, there must be collective leadership mm-hmm. within PAPM and outside of PAPM with our partners. Mendaki, Mu'is, Mesra, mm. I mean, politically correct answer. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> but also our other MMOs. Mm. Yes. Okay? We are all friends. 
I don't see it as a competition mm. and we should not see each other as competitors. Yeah. We should be seeing each other as partners, hand in hand, shoulder to shoulder, uplifting the community together. Mm-hmm. So people like PPIS who's taking care of the families and the children and the women, Muhammadiyah, Pergas, mm. that's taking care of the religious uh, domain in the community. Then we have PPM, uh, you know, taking care of the youths. Mm. So all the grounds must be covered. True. Mm. That is my bigger aspiration. Final question. Now, have you considered running for politics? He's got all the makings, huh? Yeah, all the makings, man. Watch this space. Now, yes. thank yes. you so yes. much thank you. Thank you. for spending some time with us, sharing what you love doing. And uh, if you're tuning in right now, it, are the finals available online to watch? Or is it, it's for just us? Yeah, for us. Wait for the tertiary. <laughs> We will. I will watch it. Uh, thank you for spending some time with us. If you're liking this content, don't forget to share with your friends on your social media platforms. And we'll be taking a short break with our sponsors right after this. Don't go away only on Plan B.SG. We interrupt this program to bring you. This podcast is probably brought to you by your friends from the Bravo Realtors. Yes, and you want to call them right now for your property health check at this number. That's 8100-2300. I repeat, that's 8100-2300. Alternatively, you're going to find them on their IG at the Bravo Realtors. We're still with our friends from the Bravo Realtors here in the studio. Recently, Silicon Valley Bank has collapsed. <laughs> Are you yes. 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 by HSBC for a mere one pound. Huh? Uh, in the UK, in the UK. Yeah, in the UK. Wow, uh, serious. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. Some of it, uh, some of uh, the commentators are likening this to the, the, the Lehman Brothers yeah. oh. uh, crash. But uh, Biden, Biden is like, every, it's just coming on. Like, everybody, calm down. No, yeah. no, no, it's yeah. not happening. It's not happening. And uh, uh, some people are mentioning, oh, the real recession is coming. And the question is, is this the best time to enter the market? Hmm. What's hmm. happening? What can we uh, foresee in the upcoming months? What is going to be happening with the property market? I think SVB Bank will not have a direct impact because I think mm. uh, they specialize in uh, financing startup companies. Yes, yes. yes. Uh-huh. So I think it's very different in terms of behavior with mm. uh, local banks. Mm. Yep. We are also protected by the MES regulation. We also have TDSR, mm-hmm. and I think um, we have a lot of stress tests in order before we can borrow in terms of buying a uh, property. Mm. Yeah. So I think our consumers are able to um, take in the hike in interest rate. Mm. Oh, so DBS okay. has charted a very healthy yes, profit. The CEO correct. is paid really well <laughs> recently. Is well, when you phrase it, yeah, <laughs> mm. <laughs> shock. Is, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's shock. But uh, is this to you know calm down you know investors and all that? Uh, okay, if we talk about HDB resale prices, right? For the first time in 31 months, it has remained stagnant. Oh. So mm-hmm. it shows a lot of market stability. The so first time in, terms, in 31 months. Yes, because it has always been increasing from month to month. Mm. Okay, but for the first time in February, it has mm. actually remained stagnant. Wow. Uh, I think there's also a lot of supply in, in the private new launch market, yeah. which mm. also stabilized the resale market. So I think if you ask me whether if you can uh, stomach the high interest rate and mm. if you are confident in terms of your reserves in cash or either in CPF, mm-hmm. then I think it's a good time to enter the market. Even now? The, yeah, even now. Because mm-hmm. the longer you wait, the next high will not, the next drop will not be, mm. will be the higher than the, the last. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like what you mentioned previously as well, right? Mm. Like, uh, is it, uh, you wait, you buy and then you wait or yes. you wait and then you buy, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And, and mm. I think you guys talked about how uh, it, 
you can never wait for a better time. You can never time. wait. You have to look into yourself and how much you can afford and what mm. is your game plan or what's your uh, your 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 plan for the future. Like. Exactly. Whether and, it's and a HDB to a HDB, if you need size, upgrade to a EA, EM. Mm, mm. In terms of a five room and above executive and five room, it has actually dropped in prices. Mm-hmm. And that is the reason why is because of the cooling measures in September. Mm. Uh, when the private property mm. owners, when they sell, they are not allowed to buy mm. uh, into HDB. So mm. the budget for December. them... December? December. Oh, yeah. December. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Why is there a lot of stability in our local market? Are we signed to the Illuminati? <laughs> uh, Good question. We have like, are we signed our souls to the devil? <laughs> and they promise us stability in the market? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, Who that's is the Illuminati? HDB, <laughs> <laughs> no? <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> okay, wait. But you, you mentioned just now earlier... One of the things to to yeah. bear in mind mm-hmm. is holding power, right? Ooh, yes. Mm-hmm. And if you're entering the market now when everything is high, so before you continue, like how do you define holding power? Yeah, and like the the uh, ability to continue paying mortgage or what is that holding power? Yes. Uh, yeah. If we talk about more uh, property, I believe it's about how long you can hold. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What kind of reserves of you uh, reserves are you holding? Mm. Uh, I don't think if you leave it to CPF, ensure that your CPF reserves can actually be maybe about five six years mm. at mm. least. Um, cash ensure that you have the discipline not to spend it. So when the interest rate is high, uh-huh. you know you can actually absorb that. Mm. Interest rate is low, ensure that you always refinance and not go into bond rate because bond rate will your interest rate will always continue to increase. So mm. generally, mm. when you're looking at this kind of thing, like in terms of holding power, you're looking at this like five to six year uh, mm-hmm. yes uh, yeah. kind of range yeah. This is considered like a long midterm. Yeah. Uh, I don't. It's a. Uh, it's a safe uh, uh, period. It's not short, but it's yeah. also not long. Right. <laughs> so it's like yes. a, it's like a medium, yeah. middle because term. Because three years SSD. Which is mm. seller stamp duty. You cannot sell within three years. You can sell, but actually you have to pay seller stamp duty. Mm. Right, so right. you do don't want yeah. to pay seller stamp duty. Yes, yes. That yeah. is like three years is the minimum that mm. you should you know look into. Right. Yeah. Three years is the minimum, but it's not really that safe. The, it's that's, that's, definitely yeah. not, safe. Uh, <laughs> not safe. You you shouldn't be um, forced Aiming to sell that, yeah. uh, within these three years because mm. you have to pay the SSD. Mm. Okay. So mm. we don't want uh, our clients to be uh, falling into that period. But right. you must must understand that three years is only applies on. Uh, private property. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for HDB minimum is five, still five years. Yes, right? yes, okay. yes, 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 yes. Okay, so if we have a three to five year event horizon, and you say that you need to measure holding power, how are you going to make sure, or how are you going to plan for clients usually to on on deciding their sustainability? How I look at it is um where are you coming from from HDB or from another private property? How mm-hmm. much money have you made? And when you, what are your plans? Are you going to use most of your earnings from that um, property to be used for the next property? Mm. Or you want to use uh, reserves, enough CPF to tide you within the next five to six years? Mm. Uh, what is the game plan? Are you going to retire there or are you going to go back to HDB once they lift the uh, cooling measures? Mm. So oh. all these things is very important mm. as well. Because now I cannot be selling you oh, uh, five years later, go back HDB. But if the 15 months period is still there, there is still a strategy for oh, that. Yes, but yes. still, you, you cannot share. Uh, can because for example if for example you sell a private property today yeah. and your plan is to go 15 months to rent out right yeah. yep. rental is high rental is about 3000 to 4000 dollars yeah. mm-hmm. but if your cpf that goes back to your cpf is about 300000 300000 that is 600000 compounding interest of the 600000 will also uh, equalize your your cash that you use for your uh, rental rental mm. 
Hmm. Or for yeah. 15 months, live with your parents. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That would suck. Save. Spare your parents. <laughs> that would <laughs> suck. <laughs> I mean, you are the parent. Uh, both. Both. Uh, yeah. yeah. Both. Yeah. Both. And I mean, <laughs> you're so used to living on your own. Stay in your office. Uh. Your office is a good place. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Rahman's uh, mm. going to be facing this problem anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah. God R- forbid. Really good perspective that has been shared. Yes. Uh, please plan your property journey with our friends from the Bravo Realtors right now. Yes. yes, and all you have to do is call this number. That's 8100-2300. I repeat, that's 8100-2300. Alternatively, you can also find them on their IG at the Bravo Realtors.